Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Thank you to those of you that are listening in this morning live. Hope your morning is off to a great start. It is a beautiful day, beautiful sunny day here, so hopefully uh, you're getting some sunshine wherever you are as well. Well, I'm going to go into today's topic, but before I start, I want to put a disclaimer for today. I'm going to put up a warning sign before we go in on this journey, okay? You're going to hear pages turning. You're going to probably go up the road, round the corner, back around, and come back to catch up with the one point I said at some point, right? But I promise you at the end, you're going to get it, all right? So I just want you to stay with me. I'm letting you know you're going to hear pages turning because I got a lot to share and I'm coming from different points. Um, but we're going to put it all together at the end. I don't know how well the bow going to be tied, but it's going to be on there. All right? Okay. So today's topic this morning is honor your appointment above the assignment. Honor your appointment above the assignment. So to lay some backdrop for today, I'm using, um, we shared a scripture on Monday, and I'm going to use a portion of that as well because it leads in to where I'm going. So I'm going to read 2 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, verse 6 through 7. All right? It says, should I desire to boast, I shall not be a witless braggart, for I shall be Speaking the truth, but I abstain from it, so that no one may form a higher estimate of me than is justified by what he sees in me or hears from me. And to keep me from being puffed up and too much elated by the exceeding greatness or preeminence of these revelations, there was given me a thorn a splinter in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to rack and buffet and harass me, to keep me from being excessively exalted. All right? So the title again was Honor Your Appointment Above Your Assignment. Okay? So right here when we're reading, Paul is discussing, and as I said, um, if you haven't, Go have a chance to read it, but there's some revelations he's sharing with the church of Corinth, and he's explaining to them that, you know, if I even have a desire to boast, I won't boast because, you know, I'm, I'm choosing not to be a witless braggart. He's saying that for shall, um he will be speaking the truth, even if he did, but he abstains from it. He abstains from it because he doesn't want those that he's serving, the people, to esteem him higher than what's justified in him and what they hear from him. So when we keep in mind with this, there's this uh, thread of servant leadership that I speak on, and it's important because I believe that's the level of leadership um, that I believe has been revealed to me is the highest level of leadership. Um, And because I think you tilter, between the other, but I think this is the point, the tier that we reach, because it's important when you get here that this level 
of leadership is inspired and is a result of your position in right standing with God through your faith in Jesus Christ and receiving him as your Lord and Savior. So when you operate with that and you understand that servant leadership, you are a vessel, right? You're a vessel that's being used at the will and for the purpose that God has deemed in this world. So you get appointed to servanthood. Right? You get appointment, get appointed by your free will choice, right? So you've been appointed as this servant. So servant leadership isn't about leadership of others, it's about your service to the one who's appointed you. Okay? Let's keep that in mind. So when we say honor the appointment above the assignment, oftentimes the world's view they only honor leader or leadership. They only honor the assignment. So the people that have been put in the roles and given the title that they're leaders, they are overwhelmingly, exceedingly glad and boastful of their achievements, their possessions, their accomplishments, and so forth as leaders in that role, right? Because I've somehow put, performed or done some effort of some work in some way to get me here. Okay? Y'all stay with me. So now... We bring that, if we fail to not allow ourselves to allow the work of the Holy Spirit to do the work in us, when we get appointed as servant leaders, right, we can oftentimes bring that world's perspective in to what we're doing because we haven't yet let the Holy Spirit work on us to make sure that this stuff gets purged, reassessed, removed, or whatever needs to happen in us individually so that we can have the right perspective from not leadership but servant leadership. Okay, because as I said, the servant is about the appointment, right? The leadership is the assignment. But if you only focus on the assignment, you bog yourself down or oftentimes you tie yourself into a realm where you become consumed with leading the people, trying to please the people, trying to be what you call enough for the people. We talked about a definition of enough on Monday that says enough is defined as occurring in such quantity, quality, or scope as to fully meet, fully meet demands, needs, or expectations. So when you only focus on your assignment, your leadership, you oftentimes roll into that position with people as believing you're responsible for fully meeting their demands, fully meeting their needs, fully being all in all to them that they need, right? And this is not so because none of us, none of us in our human effort can ever be enough, right? We've learned that to be enough, it is because of Christ. He is the enough Therefore, because we're in him, we become enough through him. But without him, operating on our own self-efforts, operating in our own human strength, we are never enough. So if we roll in only focusing on our assignment to people, right, in leadership, thinking that we're the enough to them, we're empty and halfway full, right, and they're empty and halfway full. And so we're trying to come in with our half of self, trying to be all in all to another half of self, and it's not going to work, right, because the word tells us it ain't going to work, 
Like, and it's proof in the pudding. If you look at society and really look at it through this lens, you'll see that it really doesn't work, right? It is not until people individually have understood that their enoughness comes as a result of their relationship with Christ who makes them enough. And therefore, that other person has to have that same level of relationship so that they can be enough right, in their relationship with Christ. And then you work together, you come together, you serve together, you lead together, you work together, you partner together as two individuals who are enough in Christ, not enough in yourself. All right. So when we understand that we are faltering by only focusing on our assignment, honoring the assignment above our appointment, we are now disguising our flaws, hiding our imperfections, even attempting to remove our flaws so that we can believe that we can become that enough that we've been assigned to, right? But when you're a servant leader and you understand servant is an appointment, you go back to who has appointed you, right? That's who you're there to serve, right? You serve unto the will of the Father. There is a phrase that I heard on one of my shows I like to watch, that I serve at the pleasure of the mayor, and I, or I serve at the pleasure of the government, or the governor, right? You got to know when you've been appointed to something, you're serving at the pleasure of the person who has appointed you, okay? So when you serve the Lord, right, because you're a believer, and you get appointed as a servant leader in this realm through your willful choice, right, you know you now serve at the pleasure of the Lord, at God's will, at his desire, his purpose, right? You're serving at the pleasure of God. And he gives you an assignment, okay? He assigns you as a leader, right? Because you're a servant, he gives you an assignment of leadership. So even in your assignment, you're to honor your appointment, so when you're serving the people, you're not serving the people so that they can then turn around and, as Paul was saying, exalt you above your appointment, exalt you above the source of your enough, right? But your role as a servant is to bind them to the source of your enough, right? And how do you do that? You do that because the source of enough that is at work in and through you will ignite the flame of enough in them, right? And when he ignites that flame of enough in them, it starts burning. And through your leadership at a higher level, right, because as a servant leader, you're leading people into to tapping in to that which is already in them. Right? It's not because you're meeting their need. You're directing them to what is already in them to meet their need. You're directing them to the thing that lies in them. And if we want to really talk about it in, uh, you know, more of a professional sense, it's the same way. When you're operating as a servant leader in corporate America or in your business or building teams, you're leading people to tap into the power and potential that's already in them. You're not adding to it. You're leading them to find out what they're made of. You're leading them to discover and to into awareness of who they are, what they're capable of, what their tools and skills and abilities that they've been given are in them so that they become autonomous, 
right? They become more autonomous. They become freer. They become wiser. They become able to develop their own values, their own core beliefs, because you're leading them that way. How are you leading them that way? Because you're doing it in yourself, right? As a result of serving them, you become more aware of your your needs. You become more aware of your strengths. You become more aware of your weaknesses. You become more aware of the things that God has called you to do, and you have developed your non-negotiables, your standards, your core values, right, by setting the example, not by coming in and saving them or rescuing them or believing in your mind that without you they can't make it, right? That's not serving leadership because they don't need you. Right? You've just been appointed, and through your appointment, you received this assignment. Never take it for granted. Right? I looked up that phrase, to serve at the pleasure. And it's defined that when you serve at the pleasure of someone, you have to understand that the authority that appointed you has the right to unappoint you. Right? They have the right to remove you and take you away from that appointment at any time. Right? And we have to understand, now we don't lose our salvation, right, as believers, but we can lose our assignment. Let me show you. Um, y'all stay with me today. I told you, I, I told you, I gave y'all a warning. I was going to take you up the street, round the corner, bring you back, but it's going to tie together. In Numbers chapter 20, verse 12, there's a clear example of how you can lose your assignment. Moses was assigned. Right, he got appointed as a servant, right? He was appointed, he was a servant. And as a vessel, right, that servant vessel unto the Lord, he, be, he received an assignment to go to Egypt and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. That was his assignment. And to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. He was assigned to do that, right? In that assignment, at the end, his reward would be getting them into the promised land that the Lord had promised them. But we look in Numbers chapter 20, verse 12, where the Lord speaks to Moses and uh, he tells him, he says, And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not believe in, rely on, or cling to me, to sanctify me in the eyes of the Israelites, you therefore shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. He lost the reward and his assignment. He did not get to lead them into the promised land, which was what he was assigned to do. Y'all following me? So, and why did he do that? Because he did not. He failed to honor God in the eyes of those he was uh, called or assigned to serve. Right? He esteemed himself higher than the source of his enough which is exactly what Paul told us in the scriptures that I opened up with. He said, in order so that I'm not exalted, so that I don't get high-minded, so that I don't get myself elated by this exceeded greatness, and so that the people don't esteem me higher than what they see in and through me, right? Because everything that's in me and that they hear from me ain't from me, myself, in my strength. It's from my source, okay? So Paul knew. He said, so in order to keep me in check, I had to receive this thorn, this thorn, which was a wreck. It became a framework for holding and storing things, right? It became a buffet to strike and to subject me to aggressive pressure, which was what taming your pride, putting your pride in shape. 
so that you don't get in the place of thinking you become enough in the lives of those that you've been assigned to serve. Further evidence, I want you to look at some definitions of what serve means. Serve means to perform duties or services. It means to provide with a product or service. It means to present something to someone. It means to attend to someone. It means to deliver a document in a formal manner to the person to whom it is addressed. It means to be of use in achieving or satisfying, to be a specified use to function for or treat someone in a specified way. And as I said earlier, when you talk about it from a nautical standpoint, serve means to bind a rope with a thin cord to protect or strengthen it. See, when you get appointed to fulfill the assignment that God has put you in as the leader, your role there is to serve, perform duties or services. To You are not the service. You're not the duty. You're not the product. You just perform it. You present it. You attend to the need. You attend to the person, right? You attend to helping and supporting them. You deliver whatever word that God has for them to them if he speaks it through you. You are there to be used in achieving or satisfying a particular purpose or goal, right? You function for in a specified way. Moses had a specified way. What was his way? He was to go to Pharaoh, tell him, let my people go, and lead my, the children of Israel out of Egypt into the promised land. Specified. It was real specific, right? And then he then was supposed to be, as he was learning to lead at a higher level, right, by surrendering as the servant, right, to his master, to the Lord, he was binding with a thin cord so that they would be bound to the source so that they could be protected and strengthened. Do y'all get where I am going? I hope y'all getting this. All right. So further so you can see and confirm this, let's see what Jesus talks about it. In John chapter 15, verses 16 and verse 20. All right. It says, verse 16, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And I have appointed you. I have planted you that you might go and bear fruit and keep on bearing and that your fruit may be lasting, that it may remain, abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name as presenting all that I am, he may give it to you. Verse 20 says, remember that I told you a servant is not greater than his master, is not superior to him. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word and obeyed my teachings, they will also keep and obey yours. See, your teachings, your words that come from you aren't yours. They're from your source. And so the people are keeping them not because of you, but because of your source. So as a servant leader, your role is to always honor your appointment. You might have to disappoint the people that you're serving, that you've been assigned to serve. You might have to look like a failure in their eyes. You might even have to be perceived as not being doing what they, they desire for you to do in order to honor your appointment, right? In the verse that I read to you in Numbers about Moses, the commentary behind that states, 
that Moses disobeyed God by striking the rock twice instead of speaking to it like he was told. Perhaps he and Aaron took it upon themselves to think that we, we're responsible, right, because this is our assignment. They honored the assignment because they took on trying to be the answer or the enough for the people. Thought they were expected by the people to bring the water, right? Because he had done it before, but he did it at the leading of the Lord. The Lord told him to strike the rock, but this time the Lord gave him specific instructions in a specific way. He said to speak to the rock. I want you to hold the rod in your hand, but you ain't going to strike it this time. You're going to speak to it because what I need the people to know and I need you to know that it ain't you that's doing it. It ain't because you holding the rod in your hand. It ain't because I put you in the place that I put you in. It is because I'm fueling you in order to do it. If I don't fuel you to do it, it won't happen. So here we go. Moses and Aaron decided that they thought maybe they needed to be the ones to do it. So again, they go and strike the rock twice rather than speaking to the rock, which would have been giving glory to God because the people would have honored God. Now they were used to Moses striking the rock. He had done it before. So now they were esteeming him. Do y'all see what Paul said? So y'all don't esteem me higher than what you should be because it ain't me that's doing it. Okay, so you got to understand that as the servant leader, your appointment is your priority. Your appointment is what fuels your assignment. If the person who has put you in the place doesn't give you the instructions, doesn't tell you what to say, don't tell you how to say it, don't tell you when to say it, don't tell you when to be, where to go, you do not follow people. You do not follow your own desire because now you're operating in pride because you're so excited about the revelations you had before. You're so excited about the thing that God did to you before. Now you done got boastful and you think it's you now. So you go about and go do the same thing over with the people and now you create a cult. They're not becoming fruit. They start to become a cult because now they consume and they're edifying and exalting you above God. And that becomes the problem because now that's going to be a weight too heavy for you to carry because you can't carry that crown. You ain't that Lord. You ain't the deliverer of man. You ain't the one that can save. You ain't the one that can bring hope. And you definitely ain't the one to be enough because you're not even enough for yourself. So how can you be enough for them? It is the source that's in you. You have to honor your appointments above your assignment. I'm going to close. I hope today's wisdom encourages you, inspires you, leads you to some awareness, to examining yourself and examine how you're showing up in people's lives as a servant leader to ensure that you are on point. And in any need, all you got to do is have a change of mind. Go back to the one who appointed you so that he can establish you, so that he can keep you in position, so that he can take the weight off of you, so that he can walk through it and do the things in and through you that he desires to be done. Thank you for joining us today on Wisdom Inspired. You guys have a great rest of your week and meet us back on the line. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC co-working community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.